What's up, witches, and welcome to Witch Space. I'm Gemini. And I'm Scorpio with, I guess this podcast is part two of the science of spellcrafting in a way, right? Yes, it really is. So we, we had this idea of doing the science of spell design where we were like, we really want to give examples. We want to be able to show, you know, the people that are listening to the podcast, like how we individually approach spellcraft and and the ways that it's different between the two of us and etc. So we decided we were going to do a spell bag extravaganza. So basically we each chose five items to give mm-hmm. to the other person. Um, and somebody nailed it though on Instagram. Did you notice? It's once I'm going to find the the tag the hashtag the the at so okay. that I can tell. So- while she's looking for that, basically, um, Gem and I posted a picture of like what we're going to be doing, but like guess what it is. And somebody said the green bag. So here's the story behind the green bag. I didn't think that Gem and I was going to put, she put it in a really nice like gift bag. And I thought okay, she's just going to give me a bag. So I took one of my dog's poo bags, empty of course, and I put her stuff in there and I put it on my deck. She was going to, re- you know, take it for safety and put, you know, my stuff on there. So whoever guessed the green bag, that's exactly... That's it. It's the contents of the green bag. So So one square bird on Instagram, you were correct. And I had to pretend like you weren't correct, but you were, you got it. It, I have a green plastic poop bag full of spell ingredients (laughs) that I have to now (laughs) open and see what Scorpio has done. Okay. So should we open them at the same time or do you want to open yours first and then tell people what's in it and then I'll open mine? I think that's probably a good idea, but I think you should go first. Okay. So I have a beautiful bag. It's gray with like these gold stars on it. And let's see. I'm so evil. All right. I actually hate you right now because... So the first thing is a ceramic (laughs) house. It's a house. It's, It's a house. Okay. This is how you do spells, girl? Like with uh, ceramic? I sometimes, yeah. And then... Is this a real light bulb? No. Nope. No, it's not. It's empty inside. So this is an empty light bulb. Oh, it, it opens up. So I guess I can put something in it like that. Mm-hmm. Then there's... Oh, this was a candle. This is... So red and white, I'm already thinking Chango. It's twine for everybody who's listening. It's red. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's twine. I'm just like, and then there's no, no. Yep. No. Yeah. No. So she got me glitter, um, which means I have to do something horrible to her at some point, (laughs) and then before the year ends. And the last thing is the tiniest of candles. So I think she did this. It's a gold candle, um, which I think she did this because I usually carve candles. And this was impossible to carve. It's smaller than my pinky. And it is, uh, what do you call this when it's... Like spiralized. Yeah, spiralized. Okay. And the glitter is purple. So we have red and white twine, a white ceramic house, a gold candle... Purple glitter and um, a light bulb shaped receptacle. Okay, so now tell us what you have in yours and then we'll talk about how we're each going to go about creating something. I have a green 
poop bag that I can't okay. wait to post like real pictures of <laughs> so you guys can see it better. Uh, mm. No. Yes. No. Girl. So it's the first so easy. thing is this is a bag of frankincense. Yes. Resin. Okay. Frankincense resin. I do not own any charcoal. Um, you don't need it. So, so that'll be fun. Okay. Son of a bitch. All right. I mean, what, why do you think you have to burn it? Okay, go ahead. There's a leaf of sage. Yes. There's a leaf of sage, which I know what to do with this. This is this is like you handed this one to me as a kindness. Because the other things that are at the bottom here, there's a rock. But not it, like, it's not like a crystal. It's a rock. Um, It's got a cute little like a like a pattern on it, but it's a rock. It's like a piece of slate or something. This is a rock. I wish they could see me just holding this up and saying it's a rock. <laughs> you could take pictures of it for Instagram. I'm going to have to. Um, there is a a nail. Please tell me this is a coffin nail. Nice. Yes. You're a son of a bitch. Uh, and then there's, this th- there's something wrapped in like paper. So let's dig that out of my little poop bag. Some ASMR. Crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> Um, oh this is beautiful this is gorgeous this is a very intricately carved candle with with the buddha on it Mm -hmm. this is stunning there's like a a fleur-de-lis on the back it's a really pretty this will make a great instagram post um rock is gonna stress me out emotionally (laughs) i feel like you would do so good with the bag that you gave me, and I would do so good with the bag that I gave you, and I regret that we switched. Okay, but I think that's the whole point, right? If You're this not is wrong. a science, right, this is a science, then we have to apply our correspondences, what we normally associate with these things, and see what we can do. Doesn't matter what the other person, like, you're right. I know exactly what I would do with those things. Um, and I'm not going to say anything else until the end, I guess, when we figure it out. You shouldn't, yes. But, um, but this is the whole point. These things should work no matter what, which also yeah. tells you that if you don't have traditional, quote unquote, traditional items in the house, right? I gave you some, I gave you sage, I gave you the mm-hmm. resin and definitely I didn't even think about burning it. That's a little clue, um, <laughs> as to why you don't have the charcoal. So, so the idea is... If this is all I had in my house, can I do a spell if I needed to? Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing we need to do is, I guess, to discuss the correspondences that we each have towards these things and then seeing how we go about getting more information. Or what did you want to do? First, I want to tell everybody that the rules to start with is we have to make a spell using just these ingredients. Right. So I cannot like go add things from my little witch kit to make nope. this easier for me. <laughs> Because was I staring longingly at the drawer in which I store all of my witch stuff? Yes, I was. I miss you. Um, yeah, I think you should tell me your your correspondences for glitter. <laughs> I'm so excited about that one. Okay, I hate glitter. Now, the only purposes that I ever have used glitter on would be for candles. And it's meant to make the design on the candle stand out so you can visualize mm-hmm. it, right? It doesn't have any magical properties really um for me anyway 
And if you want to see the queen at work, you have to see Amy from Otherworldly Waxes and see exactly how gorgeous a candle can be with glitter. That being said, I have strayed away from glitter because it gets on everything. Everything. It's the herpes of craft supplies. This is why she sent it to me. And this is why, yeah, I'm going to do something. I do work with glitter very commonly so like i also yeah. did it because it is a thing that i do and yeah. so i felt like you had to do it i feel like i didn't give you anything this horrible this is like really horrible the glitter i i don't it's, think um, so so what i am going to take from the glitter uh, for my correspondences is i'm going to think about if when i use it it is meant to bring about right bring out Mm-hmm. then I need to use this glitter in that way. So the only thing I really need to focus on, well, not the only thing, but what I need to focus on is purple and what purple might mean because it's purple glitter. The first thing that stuck out at me right away when I looked at the huge, it's not huge, um, the house, I'm going to pull this little tab on the bottom and then you can light it, but it doesn't light. So it's a broken house. Oh, no. Well, I didn't oh, that wasn't it. on purpose? That wasn't no. on purpose? Oh, no. okay. I thought that was really clever. I was like, oh, good. It's broken. So she just didn't test it. Yes, I did it on purpose. No, you didn't. So, oh, there it goes. So oh, it does oh, light. it's cute. Okay, I must have not. It is cute. The first thing I would want to do, but we can't use any anything else. Why did I make up that rule about we can't use anything else? Now it's yeah, coming that's... back to bite me in the butt. So what I would want to do with this is paint it. Which I'm sure that's what it's, that's the whole point of it. But I would think that this is either going to be, since it's a house, it could be for a housewarming that you want to give to somebody. So you want to maybe uh, do some sigils, like for protection. Mm -hmm. Or if somebody, I know somebody who just recently uh, bought a home and I think he thought it was haunted or something. And he was like, okay, what do I do? And I said, well, normally I would just come to your house, but I can't. So I actually Mm -hmm. sent him something, um, I would probably, if this was the case and I was going to see him, then I would probably paint something on here for banishing. I would use certain colors for this, but I can't use any of that. But yeah, I think this is excellent, Um, especially if you want to give it as a housewarming gift. This would Mm -hmm. be an awesome housewarming gift to give somebody. This is probably why Gemini did this and she just moved into a new home. But I can't use paint, so you can't have it. Um, But that's what I would use this for. Then I'm looking at, so I'm thinking that this light bulb has to be the receptacle for the glitter. I could be wrong, but that's what I'm thinking. So what does a light bulb mean to me? I've never used a light bulb. I know it's not a real light bulb. It's a light bulb shape. Um, so what does a light bulb mean to me? It means the light, um, bringing in the light, right? We talk about that during certain certain um, Sabbaths, the idea of not just having a bonfire or putting on the fireplace, but turning on the lights in your house. So it's about welcoming that light. Um, of course, we have this really tiny candle. It's a really cute candle. That I could maybe melt onto the house and make it the little... Ooh. But will it stick on there? All right, so I'm stuck with the candle. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, but it's gold. So I have to think about gold. Usually I think about money when it comes to gold. So I feel like maybe... we have to say to everybody, fire obviously doesn't count. We can light the candles on fire. Yeah. That's not an yeah. ingredient. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't have to like give each other like a light, you know, a match, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, and I just have matches from which city wicks because I ordered a bunch of candles. So they're here somewhere. Um, and then 
to twine, obviously to tie something, to bind something, and um, red and white. So my quite my only problem with red and white is that I have to think about what am I doing with this? Because you know I combine things, and red and white is very specific when it comes to Santeria, what it means. And I don't think I want to go that route. I mean, glitter, you know, is on candles, which is a hoodoo tradition. You know, there's so many different traditions you can mix to make something. I'd have to, I have to think about it. But we're just going over our items. We're not gonna, that's right. But we're not going into how we're going to get more information yet. Not yet. Okay, go ahead. Then I'll so, keep going um, next time. So the candle is the first thing that's stressing me out because I when I see images of like the Buddha, I I automatically associate that with like enlightenment and knowledge and self-knowledge and personal growth. Um, but also I don't want to burn the candle because it's beautiful. So I have to figure out a way to not burn the candle while also using it to represent enlightenment and personal growth and et cetera, et cetera. Um, both sage and frankincense to me are cleansing right and I I'm a big air witch so I like everything to be on fire and smoking so I have to I can't light the frankincense on fire so the frankincense has to be a physical like an earthy representation of cleansing instead of the sage which I can just light on fire and we can call it a day um I don't work with coffin nails ever I have literally never owned a coffin nail before but I know they have a weird shape and you guys will see when I post the picture, it is it is the weird shape. Um, and it's like a little rusty and it's stressing me out. So um, I don't know. I don't know why, because again, this is not something that's like part of my practice, but I pick this up and I immediately think of like protection. And I don't know if that's because I think of like witch bottles with coffin nails, but I, I think of it as like a very forceful protection too. Like I, I imagine, I immediately see nailing that nail into something. Um, and am I allowed to ask what the rock is? Because I don't know what the rock is. So here's the thing. I thought about that. I don't know how you would Google that if someone didn't tell you what it was. Would you? I don't know if it would come up. Okay, so then... I mean, I know what it is, but... Okay, so we'll do this. First, I'll tell you what I would do if I just found this rock and I was like, this is a cool rock. This is a yes. cool rock, right? It's aesthetically very pleasing. I like the little white bits in the corner because they make me feel like maybe it's a fossil. Um, I don't necessarily think that this is what fossils look like, but it's got that vibe. Um, and it's a nice, like, flat surface. So I would use that to, like, put stuff on or, like, be a foundational aspect of something to ground, to create stability, that kind of vibe. Um, I like the like dark gray white combo because that reminds me of smoke and I like everything to be air based. So I feel like that would like tie everything all in really nicely. But if I knew what the rock was, I might specify my spell for the actual like correspondences of that stone. And I guess you get to decide whether or not you want to tell me. I mean, I guess I could, but I kind of feel like, what would you do if you had a cool rock? If someone gave you a cool rock, what would you do? You just found this thing. Oh, okay. Well, I did get a rock from Everyday Magic one time, like, that I had no idea what it was. I knew what sale it came from, so I had an idea, but I didn't know. So I, like, rampantly Googled the different possible rocks that it could be and, like, 
meticulously compared their crystal structure to the crystal structure of the rocks on Google. Nice. Um, I don't know that, but like this is because it's a flat stone. There isn't even like a crystal structure for me to compare to. That's true. Um, all right. So it's a chrysanthemum rock. Is it a fossil? No. Oh, I got excited. Like maybe the, the, the white stuff was a chrysanthemum. No, 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 no. Not as far as I know. It's not. Okay. So then I would. So now, I so would... now what do you do? immediately google what a chrysanthemum rock is stone whatever yeah. yeah i mean i think i i mean i got it at a crystal shop i mean yeah it's with other crystals yeah it's actually really funny because normally when we talk about crystals i call them rocks and now i feel like i have yeah. to like roll that back a little bit because like this looks like a rock <laughs> you know not like oh haha gemini's being funny it looks like a rock yeah and there's a story behind the rock but i'm not going to tell you until after you're done with it because I don't want to influence. Uh, okay. So where's the first place you're looking for? Well, I had two things that I pulled out prior to doing this because mm -hmm. I thought this is what I was going to need. One I can throw out. Well, not throw out. Put it back. Which is uh, Secrets of Magical Seals, mm -hmm. Anna Riva's book. Because that candle is tiny. <laughs> and I didn't get a marker. So I'm not doing anything to the house. Right. I, I thought if I got like a big candle or something that I might be able to, if you gave me something to, um, to draw. Mm -hmm. So I'm not doing that. So that can go to the side. That leaves me with my favorite book of all time, which is Complete Book of Correspondences by Llewellyn. Mm -hmm. So I want to see here. I want to just double check. To see if there's something else that I could use red and red and white and purple for. Also, the house is white. So I just want to like look through here and see what else it tells me about colors. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do. That's the first thing I'm going to do. Because I have an idea of what I would want to do. But I don't know necessarily if this would work for it. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. And what are you going to do? So the way that I typically approach these things is first I take out my book of wins, which is actually right behind me. So I will grab that. I take out my book of wins and I open it. And first I check, you know, God forbid I have actually done this before. And I look to see if there's like a note. Um, there's not. I haven't done. I, there's nothing about any of this <laughs> in here. Um you know, I've got 40 pages of, of crystal notes, but none of them are chrysanthemum stones. So then I will just find a blank page. And my personal resource um, is primarily Wikipedia because a lot of my correspondences tend to be historical. So I try to look up um, if there are any like folk stories about this particular um, substance. I also really like looking into the chemistry behind certain substances. So like white sage, I have on multiple occasions been down the salvia um, rabbit hole of the different plants that are related to it and the different chemical substances that actually are released when they're burnt. And that's the kind of stuff that I tend to focus on so that I mm -hmm. can, I want to be, my correspondence to be specifically related to the structure of the substance that I'm using. So I will spend about an hour on Wikipedia. I will write down my notes. I will put a cute little tab in the beginning of my book so that I know that I wrote it down and then use that to create my spell. 
So it may seem like we were on here the entire time, but in fact, we took a slight pause to um, figure out what we were going to do with these items. And we decided that I am going to go first. So yeah, I went to my book of correspondences and then I just thought about stuff. And it took me a lot longer than it took Gemini because apparently my way is harder. So I don't know what that means. So, okay. <laughs> so what am I left with? To me, this is going to be a blessing for a home. Why? Because white brings balance. So we want a balanced home. So I'm kind of glad that I'm not drawing, well, that I can't draw on it because white is good for that. Um, I would wrap the house in twine. I would kind of decorate the house um, almost like if it was garland mm -hmm. with the red and white because um, red also means like a lot of energy. So we want like this blessing to be full of energy. We want energy for the home. We don't want a calm home. We want an, you know, an active home. Everybody there be really happy with this. Um, but we want to bring it. And one of the things that we have in homes are lots of lights. So that's where my significant significance of, of this. Mm -hmm. um, the nice thing about glitter that you mentioned, because I'm like, is it purple? Is it violet? Is it lavender? And you said, well, glitter is a bunch of colors. So it turns out that violet and lavender are good colors for peace. So not only do we want to bless the home, have everything here be full of good energy, we want it to be a peaceful home. So what I would do is that since light bulbs technically go in every single room of the house, I would put the glitter inside of the light bulb. And I can't place it, but I would place it near it because it doesn't fit inside. So that the blessings go with every light bulb, goes with everything in That's the house. That's cute as hell. <clears throat> and I really would use, if I could... If I can light this and maybe get it to stick with its own uh, the mm -hmm. wax, the candle, I would like to have it on the side as a little chimney, like a little makeshift chimney, um, because the gold is also to consecrate it. So you have the air going up to the gods as well. So I, I would, I'm going to try to like stick it on just using the wax um, after I've done everything else to the house. That's so cute. Oh, thank you. I love Why do you look that. so surprised? Okay. I had... Do you want me to tell you now? Yeah. What were you going to do with this? I... The, re the reason that I purchased these items is because I wanted to make you do a spell using exclusively items from Target. <laughs> I didn't put any thought into it at all. I just went to Target. Because I get a lot of my, like, house stuff from Target, and I use a Who lot doesn't? of my stuff from the, my house in my spells. So I was like, this is the most Gemini thing that I could possibly do, is just get a bag full of Target stuff for Scorpio. And, like, that's such a sweet spell to have done with my Target bag. Well, what I... Okay, so... I actually, you know, I made a face when you said that because I thought, oh my God, that's the only reason she got this stuff. But what I like about it is, what if you live somewhere where your favorite witch shop just shut down? Yeah. What if you live somewhere where you don't even have a witch shop, but there's a Target everywhere? So guess what? There are magical items at Target. And you proved it. I mean, that's a spell. Yeah. I just have to write some words and I'm good. That was so sweet and cute. I love it. Okay, I got to be honest. I thought you picked everything up at Michael's, which I don't know. There's a Michael's everywhere. It's like a craft shop. I love yeah. Michael's. So that's why when I saw the White House, my first instinct was, I want to paint this. I want to put <laughs> things on it. You know, yeah. um, 
but now that it's Target, I'm like, okay, no, it's not really meant to be painted. But I really, um, yeah, I like it. I, I like my little spell, to be honest with you. I think it's really cute. I agree. Um, my little spell is not as cute. But Okay, what did you get? So what I did is I went to Wikipedia and I looked at, um, I tried to get like snippets or like a word or a phrase that I felt really encapsulated each item that I could work off of. So I looked up coffin nails and like the three words that really stuck out to me were bind, bury, and build. Obviously, because they're nails and it's a coffin. And then as I was researching the frankincense, I, um, first of all, frankincense, I learned a fact, was called that because it was high quality, right? Franc encense, high quality incense. And Hmm. specifically, it has these um, substances in it that actually prevent plants from being eaten. So it like deters herbivores or like things that would eat away at something. And sage has a similar profile where it it prevents consumption is kind of the idea that I was working with. But sage also attracts pollinators. So you've got the frankincense, which is going to act not only as a cleanser, but as a protective barrier to prevent you from being eaten away at. The sage is going to do the same thing while also attracting positive energy to you. Then we get, I mean, I didn't Google Buddha for the candle. Like I have, I just went with my correspondence on that. And then I looked up specifically chrysanthemums. I didn't look up chrysanthemum stone. I wanted to know what is the association with the flower that this rock has now been named off of. And I just feel like you went, how could I pick something that is incredibly Scorpio, but like on the low, like real sly like. (laughs) Because chrysanthemum is the the flower of November, and it's a flower that, especially in Europe, was associated with death. So it was it's like weird timing how we're recording this because before this I had an allergy appointment and I basically you know constantly having allergies and stuff. So I looked at these ingredients and I was like, I'm gonna create a talisman out of the coffin nail. I'm going to use the coffin nail as a protective object, like an amulet. And so I take my my death rock and I put it on as a foundation. I surround it with the frankincense. And then I would just, oh, I threw the sage. I would light the sage (laughs) to cleanse the coffin nail, both using sage in its traditional sense, where it's like this powerful cleanser that removes energies so that whatever energy is on this coffin nail, I don't have to be afraid of, but also in the sense that it is attracting goodness and health and well-being into my life and deterring me from being eaten away at. I would leave the coffin nail on the chrysanthemum rock surrounded by the frankincense and then light this candle and use this to imbue this coffin nail with protective personal health and self-growth energy and then carry it around with me while I'm going to like these doctor's appointments and all of these different things that I have to do to try and be healthy. Almost as like, I could put on a necklace too if I really wanted to, if I wanted to be a little weird. Um, but to have that as a, as a protective talisman specifically focused on my personal growth and development. 
I like it. Yeah. Yours is cuter. No, I think yours is really cute, but I, I think that they're definitely very Gemini and Scorpio. Like, yeah. they, and I don't think that I necessarily went there. Like, I don't think I was like, let me find the most Scorpio thing I could send her. I don't think it was like that. Um, but I think I was thinking along the lines of what you did. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would have combined them the same way, but I was thinking, you know, I didn't just want to put rando things in mm-hmm. a poop bag. I wanted to have like things that I in thought could work bag. in a poop bag, in a poop bag. Uh, you had to see me running through the house. I'm like, what? Because I thought you were going to say to me, like, why are you putting it in a gift bag? And of course, that's what you did. So, so that's I, all I had. The gift bag is like, also from Target. Very nice. Yeah. I just did it all in one trip. Put it in a little bag, stapled it shut, you know, called it a day. There's a story behind the chrysanthemum rock. Are you going to tell it? I don't know if I should tell it because I don't know if it's going to. That rock and I don't get along. Oh, fair. We don't get along at all. I was Should look I something up now. also be saging the chrysanthemum rock? Um, well, first of all, is that I think that anything that you get should be cleansed before you even start working with it. Mm-hmm. Right? So even if it's, you know, um, glitter and you say, well, n- nobody was in the store, like, I was going to say in Spanish, poniendo un mal de ojo, like putting the whammy on the glitter, but like it's that, still something that, that you brought bad vibes into the glitter but no i think that everything here i would cleanse first and then i would you know um mm-hmm. decide how i'm going to start putting this all together but that's what i would do so i think just to go back to the episode where we did the science of spell crafting you know i hope that this helps to have people think about items and what they mean like for example the light bulb like I didn't look up light bulb. I just thought about what a light bulb is. Exactly. And the minute I saw this and I saw that it opened, I was like, okay, then the glitter's going in here. Mm-hmm. But would it have? I don't know. If I hadn't really like looked up the colors, I don't know that I would have necessarily done that. But then once I did, I went, yes, absolutely. It's exactly what's going in here. This is going to work. So, you know, do you need to look everything up? I like the fact that you didn't look everything up, you know, in a traditional way that you were like, yeah. okay, what do I feel this, this vibes with? And, you know, I went more of like a Wiccan route with trying to find correspondences for things. Um, And I think it's because of the different items. You know, if I had gotten this twine with other things, then I may have gone a different route with just because of the color choices. But I think these spells would work. So I don't think it matters where you buy the stuff. The most important thing is, well, certain correspondences have been tested over time and that's what kind of makes them the go-to. I think that if you're the witch doing it and in your culture or your family or just in your mind, you have decided that this means blank, right? Um, And that's how you work every single time by doing it this way. Like you can't change. You can't say, well, purple for me is going to mean this, but it's going to mean that somewhere else. No, I mean, what does it mean? You should have consistency. It's kind of like... Right. Like when you learn a new card system and they say, well, what's the core meaning of the word? You can expand on it, but you Mm -hmm. can't change the core meaning. You can't go completely different direction. So I think it's the same thing with correspondences. You can play with it, but once you do it, like that's it. What's the core meaning for you? And then write it down. You know, did it work? Did it not work? Does Mm -hmm. it work when you combine it with this other thing? That's how it becomes more of a science and less of a, you know, 
woo-woo, which Tony likes to use from the WDA. Yes. You know, this is not woo-woo. Um, yeah, it's, it's less woo-woo and more this is how you do things. So I, I think this was fun. So I think before we wrap up this episode, we should take a minute and say what we would do with the spell bags that we gave each other. So like Scorpio, what would you have done with this bag? Okay, so the coffin nail, I like to use coffin nails a lot when it comes to keeping bad things at bay as like a protector. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, the problem is I would not have used the chrysanthemum rock. Well, because you don't vibe with it. I don't vibe with it. And I know it's, and I got, I think I got it because I am a scorpion. I was like, chrysanthemum rock, I need this in my yeah. life. And, um... I don't like it. It doesn't like me. And I just came to terms with that. So I would not use it. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think that when you're trying to, for me, what I'm trying to do a spell that is about protection or building a barrier so that things don't get at me, I feel that the most important thing you need to do so that it doesn't turn into, I mean, a lot of witches feel like, okay, you do something bad to me that I want it to go back to you, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm not like that. I'm kind of like, I want to set up a barrier. And if something bad comes at me, I want that energy to go back in a positive way. Like, let them feel love if they can. If they don't want it, let it bypass them. But I am not taking this energy and now sending more negative energy back, even though it's your original negative energy to me, mm -hmm. which is why I put the Buddha in there. To like, just be, to me, it would be this consciousness. And I would probably find a way to stake or nail in mm -hmm. the nail into the Buddha candle and then burn the Buddha candle. I would probably use the frankincense around the little candle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of how I see it. I see it as more like a protection thing and to just be level-headed when you do that. Because I think a lot of times when we do protection spells for ourselves, you like, I ground every day. Like, I, I, I shield every day. Mm -hmm. But I think some people only will do a protection spell if somebody has messed with them. If they so then it's it, like, yeah. okay. Yeah, so it's like, I'm protecting myself, but the energy that you're sending out is, fuck you. Like, you did something to me, I'm going to come back at you. So even though you're saying, no, 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 this is just protecting me, watch your energy. And I think that's, yeah. for me, the Buddha kind of encapsulates that. Um, yeah, they have great candles like that. That's They're um, gorgeous. What's it called? Is it called Sanctuary? Right across from Crystals on the Rocks in Nyack. Oh, I don't it's know. I've never actually been in there. Saffron. But... I think it's called oh, Saffron. Oh, I'm going. Is that the place? Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yes, yeah, that is a place. See... Oh my God, you have to see all their little candles. Because it's, yeah, I can't wait to post it on Instagram. Like, it's beautiful and I really don't want to burn it. <laughs> like, I really don't want to. I know. Part of me was like, man, she's going to burn it. It's so cute. You don't have to. I mean, we don't have to do these. I'm No, I Although I'm yours, burn it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to burn it. It's like when you see a beautiful okay. cake and you're like, I don't want to eat the cake, but you eat the cake anyway because it's cake. Yeah. Um, when I saw the the glitter, I thought of it as the night sky. I was like, ooh, this is nighttime glitter. I feel like this is a good vibe. Um, but I, <laughs> I really didn't go into the spell bag with any particular intention. I probably would have put the glitter in the light bulb bottle tied the light bulb bottle up with twine and lit the candle on it as kind of like an intention setting spell okay. and then used the house almost to create like like as an altarpiece for the spell so like the house with the little light on behind it as 
kind of a, you know, this is where the spell will take place. This is the boundaries of the spell. And then, you know, I use glitter, especially night sky glitter. I would probably use it for like um, dream magic or like astrology work. Um, Shadow work would be really useful, especially like for me, the gold candle was very much about um, almost like royalty, that purple gold combination. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like a wisdom kind of thing. I really looked at the twine and I went, this is butcher's twine. That's what I'm going to do. It's not butcher's twine. It's just aesthetic twine. Oh, okay. It's just twine that looked like butcher's twine. And I was like, yeah, that'll do. That ties stuff. Um, I didn't think about the colors at all. So the idea that you came in and were like, all right, now I have to figure out how the colors line up. I thought that was really interesting. I think the the most interesting thing that I got from this is we've talked about spells we each do spells. We've never talked about, okay, so when you sit down with yeah. stuff, you know, um, and I thought it was funny because you were done so fast and I'm here like looking stuff up. I can put my glasses on to really you be able to read. You also gave and- me like, re- like I have associations for frankincense, sage, and a coffin nail. Like, did I do a mm-hmm. little bit of extra research? Absolutely. But I already knew from years and years of study Right? I right. gave you a bunch of stuff that was from Target. So I made life a little harder for you. I don't think it's harder because it was from Target. I think, you know, I think I wanted the colors to be correspondences from a specific tradition. I think I wanted yeah. to, like, not get... Although this book has different traditions in it, you know, because it's like you could definitely use this if you're Hellenic, you know, Wiccan, yeah. whatever. But... I don't know. I kind of wanted to like just double check things. You know, I didn't want to just do things for, for me. Um, when I do spells, the only time that I really think about colors is when I'm doing a candle spell. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think if I do anything else where I'm really fixated on a color. And I don't think I really am. I could be wrong, but I, I, nothing's coming to my mind right now. Um, so I think that to me was really important. Just being able to like visually figure out what they mean and how I can bring them all together with the house. Cause to me, this was all going in or on or something in the house. Yeah. So no, I'm happy with it. And I think that this was, this was great. You know what I feel we should do? I think we should do this. Well, if we ever see each other in person again, it would be yeah. nice to do this with witch space to just like give people things Yes. and see what they would make. That would be really cute. Yeah. Yeah. We oh have to. Yes, for sure. We have to remember I have a, this. Yeah. A couple of questions for you before we wrap up. Yes. So, is were there any traditional or personal ingredients that you have in your home that you really wanted to be able to add to this spell? Yeah. So, for me, and I said it at the beginning, I even if I use all this stuff, I have a big blank because it's just like a little mm-hmm. triangular house, right? Almost like actually look at it from the side. It's a little church or something, right? Yeah. So for me, if it's big and blank like this, I feel it needs a sigil. Mm-hmm. It needs some signs. It needs some lettering, whether it's Theban or something like that. Like for me, I would have, I would take out a marker and I don't have a gold marker, but I have a silver marker. So I would probably want to go out and get a gold marker, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. To go with the, just aesthetically, if this is going to be my little fireplace, my little to uh, go chimney, with the I mean, to go with the candle, I would probably want to do that and personalize it 
for whoever it is I'm doing. And so I would want like their signs on here, mm-hmm. right? Anybody who's living in the house, including pets, what are their signs, you know, and put all this stuff on there to just reinforce. That's the, probably the only thing I would do. I'm, well, and I would probably make sure I had good, like I have Gorilla Glue. That would definitely glue this here. Yeah, that would definitely Because I don't know if it, it would work. Yeah, I don't know if this would work just putting the um, the wax on. So I think that's the only thing that I would want to add. How about you? I don't know why, but my brain, when I saw these ingredients, went salt. And I don't know if I would want to do, like, a bed of salt to do the spell on. Almost, I almost imagine it as, like, this is so ridiculous the way my head works. Like, anti-radiation. Like, the salt would be acting as a barrier to prevent any magical energy from not going to the coffin nail and like it would it work yes is it weird yes um but i also it's not weird people have go ahead i also thought about um if i had a mortar and pestle crushing up the frankincense with some other herbs to actually dress the coffin nail but i don't have a mortar and pestle so i also couldn't do that okay no i was gonna say um what was I going to say? It's not weird. The salt is not weird because you can use salt. A lot of people have used salt and circles to keep negative out, you mm-hmm. know, so why wouldn't it work for you? That's that's not weird at all. It just feels weird so to think question. about it like a hazmat suit because that's what I thought of. Like oh. salt as a hazmat suit. Okay. Well, it works. Yeah. So my question is this. Do we create these things now and do we add our own stuff to it or do we just stick to the five things? Okay. Well, I think that... For Sit and Spell Sunday, because this podcast comes out on a Sunday, we should post at least one of the spells that we did on this podcast as written, as we just wrote them. So I think we should, off the podcast, so we can surprise everybody, decide which spell we want to do. But I also, um, I'm going to post all the ingredients on like our stories. I want to see what you guys come up with. Tag us in pictures or in story posts, DM us, send us an email, like, Obviously, there's a zillion ways to do spells, and I think it would be super interesting to see how our listeners and our audience approaches spell creation with these ingredients. I love that. Absolutely. You know, and also tell us if there's something else that you'd like us to do, because we got several reactions on the science of spell casting. And, you know, if you want us to do more with it, we'll be happy to, because we like to... Literally, yes, I don't want to say... Yeah, I mean, I don't want to say we want to debunk this idea that it's all, like, woo. But, yeah, yeah. magic is science, and there's science in magic. So, yes. you know, if you guys can think of anything that we should do, you'd like us to try it, like, just drop us a line. Let us know. Yeah. Do we have anything coming up that we need to tell everybody about? Um. Oh, my God. The year's wrapping up. I know. It's weird. We have a surprise coming, but I'm not going to give you any more information about it. I'll give oh. you, we'll give you some more information about it in the next podcast on 1130. But just know there will be another Yule surprise. And that's all we can tell you. That's all we can say. And the interviews will keep coming. Yes. And we got another confirmation on somebody I think you're going to love but you know me I hate to jinx it so I won't say anything until it's already recorded yes and we have it in the bag and it's all good but yeah this guest is going to be amazing they're all amazing 
I think yeah, we've been we, so lucky with everybody. We really have. Yeah. So I guess this is another another episode wrapped up. Yeah. Our next podcast episode will be 1130, and we will be discussing sigil witchery. Um, so if you're interested in sigils, definitely the podcast to follow. Wow. I'm still reeling from the Throbar de Morte interview. I know. I just got to say, like, I hope people have gotten the... Let us know if you've picked up the CD or what you yeah. think. Because um, I love it. And she was super excited and happy. She got back to me and told me she really liked what we did in English and in Spanish. So I'm happy we did right by them because they're great. Yeah. And I guess that's it. Yeah. Well, thank you so much to our audience for being amazing in every way, shape, and form. We love having you. We love that you exist. And we love creating podcasts for you to listen to. Thank you, Sean McShane, for our intro and outro music. And remember, if you're following the moons, you're following us. <laughs>